Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here after many technical difficulties to discuss double agents. I can't even remember what season we're talking about at this point. It's been so long. Double agents. Season 36. Double agents. Double agents reunion part two. Uh, if you'd, I don't know. We're not even going to do any housekeeping. We're just going to talk about this thing. So, <laughs> hey, if you want to support us on Patreon for four bucks. Challengechronicles.com. Right. I think we're good to go. All right. I thought this was actually not that bad. I like, but I think we talked about this last time. I enjoy reunions a little bit more than most people do. I thought there were some good, funny moments, some, some additional insight from the season. Um, that a few more dunks on Fessy. Lots of dunks on A lot of dunks. Like, on I mean, Fessy. that was the first third of the episode, right? Yeah, well, it was just it was the first third of the episode, and then through, like it was kind of scattered throughout the rest of the episode. Where a few dunk on Fessy sessions, like it's just it's just relentless. It's a little out of control at this point. I mean, I think it's been a little much for almost the entire season. It's really like out of hand at this point, though, because the show needs him around, right? Like they can't alienate him like they do all their villains. You want you want to know what I really want to know? I want to know what this business venture was that Nelson tried to rope Fessy into. <laughs> yeah, do you think it? Yeah, male masturbatory toys. Let's wait on that. Let's wait on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he got him involved with the uh, Inspire or that or that group I got stuck with. So what was the <laughs> the pyramid scheme? It wasn't a pyramid scheme. It was just, they were involved in some other uh, activity that really seemed to set uh, Nelson off because no- when Fessy mentioned that. Yeah, because and he didn't once he was set off, he didn't even bring that up. So what happened was Nelson yeah. kind of gave his take about how they weren't even really talking after last season, and that they had kind of it, they had had some sort of like disagreement or something, and then they'd come together like right before this season had started and talk to each other and were like, okay, you, me, uh, and Corey all the way to the end of this season. Let's let's have it be the three of us. Um, and then there was like some discussion and, and so that's, that's what Nelson said that they went to Fessy and Fessy talked about this business arrangement that Nelson wanted him to be involved in. (laughs) And Fessy decided he didn't want to do it at the last minute after looking into it. And then they panned back to Nelson and Nelson just like lost it. Right. Isn't that what happened? Yeah, pretty much. He he said, I wonder what it was. Like, is Wes involved here at some point? Whenever you're business venture in the challenge, you always think Wes has got something involved. I, I think Wes's businesses, though, are probably more straight up than whatever Nelson was trying to arrange. Did you like how, after all of that, uh, Vernon Davis told Nelson that he sounds like a really good guy? <laughs> that even Vernon Davis is completely on <laughs> against Fessy at this point? Do you think that's part of why Fessy's been so insecure on the reunion is that they have an actual NFL tight end hosting the reunion, and he you know, was almost an NFL tight end, allegedly? Former Denver Bronco great, Vernon Davis. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It wanted to be Denver Bronco great, uh, Faith Face Al Shafat. Um, how long did Vernon Davis play for the Redskins? Uh, he played. He played in Washington for a while. He was there for like two. Or three it was years. a good three, four seasons. Yeah, he, was, he was, was capable while he was there enough. too. So how yeah, old? Yeah, the stuff all over the place. One more, real quick. So how old would Vernon Davis have to be to not be able to beat Fessy in Hall Brawl? So like when Vernon Davis is like seventy, oh, when he's like seventy, when Vernon Davis is seventy, do you think he could still beat Fessy today as he is in Hall Brawl? No. Really? He's 70? Vernon Davis ran a 4-3. He's, he's pretty much the same. Yeah, he's 70, Devin. Think, Do think, you know how old 70 is? Think about what people are – think about how good – like, all right, so, like, think about how good of shape, like, some, like, really in shape people are at 60, right? Like, like think about how good in shape Mark Long is right now at 50, right? Like, think about how good in shape, like, 70-year-old people are going to be in – what is that? He's 37 right now, so that's three – in 33 years. You know what I mean? 70-year-old people in 33 years are going to be in really good shape. This is, I think this is, like, crazy. No. 70. No, dude. 70-year-olds... Most yeah. people are on walkers when they're 70, dude, right? Or people are on wheelchairs about, when they're 70. He might not be able to walk. In 33 years? thirty In 33 years, 70-year-old people are going to be yeah, in I lost a football shape. player, dude. 
What? He's going to be fine. We don't know. I just think the whole premise is preposterous. No, I think this is. I just think the premise is preposterous. Yeah, this is going to be fine, dude. You you realize people age, right? Like that does happen. Yeah, but he's not going to get older. His flexibilities do diminish. He's not going to age as much as people are aging now. Dude, like modern medicine is incredible. I, I look. I 100 percent agree. I am not disagreeing with that at all. And I'm usually somebody who is at the forefront of mentioning that. 70 beating Fessy now. Have Fessy they, now is dude, not. Like, have they, what do you think the matchup is right now? If it's Vernon Davis versus Fessy, he li- fucking lights him. Vernon on fire, smokes dude. him. Oh my! He humiliates him. He like he embarrasses him and like makes him cry. How much? How much bigger is he than him? He, they're the same dude. He is an actual professional athlete who is trained to kill on the football field. How much he will how murder Fessy Hallbrawl. Do we know? Uh, I lose this every time, so I don't even know. Yeah, I have yeah. no. Ver- Vernon Davis is six three. Thing is, like a lot of these football players lose a ton of weight after they finish playing because they don't need it anymore. But, all right, so he's six three two forty eight. That's what it, he's listed at. He ran a Vernon or. Uh, Fessy. Vernon Davis. What's what's Fessy's last name? Now, or is that his last recorded NFL? I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Last recorded. So we can even take weight off of that. Whatever we want to do. So Fessy. Well, here we'll use Fess, we'll use Fessy's recorded. Uh, or is that from his college stats? Yeah. Right. Two forty nine. I, I guess that's the best ballpark. Right. Record. So they pretty that's much weight. They weigh the same. Um. Vernon Davis is obviously is, uh, one of the all-time greatest like physical specimens in the history of the NFL. You don't think Vernon Davis is going to smoke him in Hall Brawl? I, I it was you said when he was seventy. I know. No, the question was at what age does Vernon Davis have to be to not beat Fessy now? That was the question, and I threw out seventy. And I think in thirty, you did that. It wasn't egregious. And I think in thirty-three years, like. Vernon Davis is still going to be in really good shape at 70. This is insane. No. This is absolutely no. – <laughs> no. You're not even on the this, East right? Coast, Devin. What are, what are you into tonight, man? Like, are you serious? We've already recorded one show. This is number two, and I'm just like, where is this coming from? This is <laughs> crazy. He's 70, dude. Like, I, I am 100% with you on modern medicine. Modern medicine is an amazing, amazing thing. Things get, people have – well. People, people probably will be in much better shape 33 years from now. But 70, if Fessy now is not small, you're not thinking he's beating like I, I, Jay Jenna's ex. I didn't say like, that he's going to beat him at 70. I'm just throwing that out there as a possibility. It's not a possibility. That's what it is. It's not I a possibility. Know, he would lose. He would no. This is, like this is insane. <laughs> he probably he probably loses, but I don't think this is like some like like I don't I don't think he's like abs like I think Vernon Davis is going to be in really good shape when he's 70 years old. Like, I think there's going to be some, like, really in shape 70-year-olds in 33 years. Look, uh, as somebody who has had way too many dealings with, with old people, I can assure you, when he's 70, like, think about like, the people at NFL Network about, right now. So that's the thing. Think about Terry Bradshaw on NFL Network right now. I understand Devin Modern Medicine. No, we're not. I, I understand Modern Medicine is this great thing, and it's going to I, I 100% with you. But we also have to think 33 years in the grand scheme of human history really is not, like, that long. In the in in the grand scheme of like thirty, what thirty years means now in today, that's enormous, dude. Like the people, scientists have talked about how like they're like the the first person to live to be two hundred is already alive, right? Um, like I don't know, dude. Like I, I, I think this is absolutely we're, we're gonna crazy. we're gonna have to intervene on this in thirty years. Um, and come back to this. I don't think this one's getting solved now. Well, I, I guess according to Devin, we'll interview on this in 30 years and we'll, we'll have, what, 16-pack abs? And, and Dude, it's going to be a different world. Well, you know, if the challenge seasons are still going to be 20 episodes, we probably exactly, will still be yeah. here the just challenge trying seasons to get through vendettas at that point. The challenge seasons will just be filled with geriatrics. It'll, it'll be, you have to be 55 and over in order to go on the challenge. That's the only way they'll let you compete. Like, what is... Oh my god! This is absolutely crazy. Okay, we, we right, can move on we beyond that. About? So I, the Teresa J stuff. I felt bad they kept flaming Teresa, and she wasn't even there to defend herself. Like, I mean, maybe she just declined the invite, and then that's on her. But like, if she's going to be that big of a talking point, I feel like she has to be there to give her word on stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's very. I felt like it's kind of shady on their part. It's very, yeah, it's very clear that no one really cares for her. At least out of the people that they had at the reunion. 
See, we say that too, though, but like if somebody does care for Teresa, we don't know what they're going to air, and we don't know who's going to speak up, and we don't know who also, like, the people who weren't there who would care for Teresa. Like, I, I thought I really didn't like that at all, honestly. I, I, I really think, like, and may, again, maybe she just declined, and then that's on her, but she, she if she's going to be that big a talking point, she really should be there. Um, what else can we talk about here? Oh, I thought the, um, them bringing up, it was either, I think it was the second to last episode, uh, or not second to last episode, but the, the last intro into the last elimination where Leroy decides not to, or Cam, Cam decides not to save Kyle after Leroy and Cam had agreed that they would not throw Kyle into elimination. Um, and Kyle says that everyone tries to, I guess, uh, make it sound like it's okay that people treat him like shit because they say Kyle's a snake. Right? Pull the Ashley card, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a very fair point for him to have. You know what I mean? It, everyone can't just say, oh, it's okay to like backstab Kyle because Kyle's a snake. You know what I mean? Like, how many, how many times this season? I, I really think there's a huge, huge like disparation between who's actually like slimy and backstabs people and, and who perception. is portrayed as such. I agree. Like CT is the shadiest dude in the game by far. CT has, has like – like what's the line CT doesn't break basically throughout his times on the show? He, he He's breaking alliances constantly and backstabbing constantly. And he's still able to find allies and he never gets painted with that brush. Because what – like this season, what did Kyle do that was extremely shady? And backstabbing. He, he lied in the first episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, when he lies to Fess. Yeah. Outside of that, nothing. Nothing right? that we saw. He's pretty, she's pretty straight up from there. I actually maintain that since War of the Worlds won, Kyle has not been a shady player. On Vendettas and Final Reckoning, totally shady. But... From then on, he really hasn't because he figured out that if he wanted to stick around on the show, he couldn't play that way. You can get away like, with it once. You can't get away with it twice. Like Total Manus, he's never even in power. He barely has the opportunity to be shady on Total Manus. War of the Worlds 2, he kind of just gets – he doesn't really do much on War of the Worlds 2. He just ends up getting kind of launched. Uh, he was in the wrong alliance and got booted. Yeah, he just he picked the wrong side with War of the Worlds 2. And then War of the Worlds 1 well, – I don't won. think he had a choice. I don't think Kara well, and Polly were no, going to work remember, with him. No, but remember, he was – so he thought he was pretty tight with Justin Rogan, but they could tell that he was trying to play their side and the other side. Um, I think if he had committed more to them, maybe he's able to escape it. I don't, I don't know that for sure. Like, I, don't I don't think he would have. I think they would have jettisoned him regardless. Well, anyways, yeah, I, I really don't think he's that slimy. I really think I really think CT is like a different level of like sh- shady than almost anybody else. All right. Uh... I did think, though, too, it was interesting how Cam kind of highlighted that she got really roped into that last second. Like, Leroy and Nani can talk. And it did seem that way on the show. Yeah. That Leroy and Nani can talk to this planet. They came back to like, hey, you're going to do all these things and you're going to throw Cordy in. She's like, what? I'm going to throw my partner in? Yeah, they gave her – they they definitely gave her a confessional at the time that spoke to as much as well. That she wasn't mm-hmm. really along – or she wasn't really involved in the, the planning of that whatsoever. Uh, yeah. We got the whole Amber B versus Amber M – narrative i don't know if we want to talk about that at all no we should talk about it because i mean amber b does end up winning I-, I thought she came off very inconsistent and i don't like making character judgments based on what happens on tv just because it's, it's on tv we don't know how it's how what's being shown but i like, think she played like they play big brother but well but it just I, I it just bothers me that she's saying oh amber m's attacking me personally and she says well we're calling you a liar and then she's like well you know makes up these excuses like oh well that's how i played the game that's why i don't think it was like well, if you're gonna do that like then anisa has the point like look if you're gonna do that you can't be upset when people call you a liar if you're being a liar like that's if you're saying that's that that's exactly happen. like this is my thing this is my thing about reality tv like if you're gonna be a liar and a snake on the show just own it like, just own it. Like, don't try to excuse it. People I don't even think she didn't even own it. She got, she got mad that people called her it, which was the weirder thing. Who's the biggest liar? I know that, but that, but who's the? It, it was just like I don't know. Who's the biggest liar in the history of the show? I think it's CT. I'd have to think about it. I think that's a. Good, a I mean, CT is the most legendary I, mission throw in the history of the show by a large margin. I think that's a good one to put out there. Who who would be second then? Yeah, I would actually say CT. Second, you could put 
bananas probably too. I don't even think bananas is that duplicitous with his alliances. Usually, he's not as duplicitous. As he's he was in sure. the Jek era. I don't know. See, I think when, Kenny and Evan got much more than he did. In a lot of ways, he just plays it right down the middle of the road. There, they're pretty transparent with what they're doing. They're on one side, and you're not. Um, no, on the ruin, on the ruins are definitely pretty duplicitous. Johnny is how? No, not Johnny. Kenny and Evan. Okay, I was just talking about Johnny. No, I know. That's what well, I was saying. Kenny I, I think Evan, Kenny and Evan were much were more well lied more frequently than uh, Johnny did. I'm trying to think back now, I really think that sometimes we think more more backstabbing. I feel like than Susie would be number two. Now that I've thought about it, Susie's number two. Yeah, like just, just liar. She's yeah. shady. I mean, but I don't just call her a duplicitous liar, and shady. I think that's different than being a straight liar. I think she, Susie's All really right, shady, enough. but I, I think that's different than outright like just lying to people. I really think too, like I think backstabbing is talked about happening much more than like it actually happens on the show. But see, because there's a reason we remember the backstabs so much. It's because they really don't happen that frequently. What are the biggest backstabs in the history of the show? Tony putting in Johnny is definitely up there. Oh, either right. side, because they built that. Up, I, I, they built that up for like an episode and a half too. Yeah, and then the, either it's side like the, of the only Sarah good Johnny thing stuff. that comes out of that season. Yeah, and then either side of the Sarah Johnny feud, so Sarah putting in Johnny, and then also Johnny stealing the money from Sarah. Um, do you count actually stealing Hunter's money or no? Or is that just if you count Johnny and Sarah, you 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 should be able to count Hunter and Ashley. Sure, because yeah. I would I would because I I think you can com- make a compelling argument that those aren't really backstabs because it's an inherent choice in the game. Right, and I think we've talked yeah, about I this agree. before, uh, but like I, I think you can also make an argument in the other direction. I feel like there's some that we're not thinking of too. But we we could definitely talk around this for a while. Um, like I mean, I mean, you have... could say Paula not being picked by Evan in the duel too, even though she <laughs> kind of put herself in that situation. Evan didn't stand by her either. He kind of said, um, "Oh, you screwed up. Here, you're on your own." Paul, Polly throwing oh, their grenade at. Uh, Joss and Sylvia instead of Hunter and Ashley. We're forgetting, reckoning we're forgetting one that we covered recently. Paula and the Island. That's got to be up there. With yeah, Joss that's the big, big one. Back, so. Yeah, Paula and the Island's pretty bad. You know what else was a good one was... Um, oh, I just lost it. Shit. Uh, Fresh Meat. Uh, it was in that Darrell. era. Um, Fresh Meat 2. Theo. The Darrell, Derek... That Derek oh, doing his Theo. thing uh, on Theo, yeah, that one was pretty bad. That's one of the and first. And then the other stops. one was it. Well, do it we was call, a bad do one we count too. the West Evan stuff on the duel as a backstab, or is that Evan stabbing himself? No, that was West outsmarting Evan and Evan being dumb. That's that really one of the only really times Devin, Evan really looks like out of place on the show, where he's just being out. Oh, he learned a big lesson to never put himself in that position again, too. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, there's one other backstab that was a big one. And I'm like, I had it in my brain, but I'm so freaking tired. It just flew away. <laughs> I mean, we have this season oh, obviously well. with Fessy putting himself in against Nelson and then Leroy. That was pretty bad. Once. Yeah. I kind of see Fessy's side of the argument more than other people seem to. I, I agree. Think. Because with Fessy, it's like, if he's going to lose, he's Josh. I think we can all agree would seems like his, his clear number one ally. Right. That seems to be more than Mm -hmm. even Corey and Nelson, who he's riding with mostly. So if he's choosing between losing his number one ally or number or Casey, I was talking on the guy side, but sure, or Casey. If he's if if he's looking at either losing his number one ally or his number two slash number three ally, like I can see why he does what he does. Well, yeah, and in the context of he's going to lose one, regardless of what happens. Yeah, yeah, I I see it much more than other than the than at least the cast who spoke up seems to. Do you think it? It, I think it definitely has an impact that it's Nelson too, who seems to be generally regarded as someone that a lot of people are friends. With. I mean, puts himself in for Corey yeah. on the season right prior to it. Yeah, like I think if if this is Devin, yeah, that, that, that's that's a great one. Or, or if it's Kyle, do you think people yeah, react this way? Oh God, no, people don't. Care. No, people laugh. <laughs> oh, no, people don't care. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's because yeah, I mean yeah, CT does brutal. this to Kyle, and like nobody talks about it. I think yeah, they don't even care. I think it's a fair point that Fessy made too. That people were have making them out is that they're these best friends, 
They'd known each other for a year. And he said that they like hadn't even really been talking until like right before they went on the show this season. So it's not like they had. And also don't. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, don't Nelson and Corey backstab Wes this season? They vote him in episode three and episode one. And they, if you listen to their alliance videos going into it, they both mention him as one of their top allies. And they have a much longer relationship with him than Fessy has with either of them. It's a great point. They figured out that Wes's alliance had no power, so they jumped ship. <laughs> we get the... We can move on a little bit. We get. Oh, I remember the other backstab. Yeah, Sorry. Go ahead. Wes backstabbing Danny on Fresh Meat 2. I want to go back and rewatch yeah, that. Because really that one it. is always talking well, about. Well, we are soon. We're, we're, very, we're two seasons away. Yeah. I want, I want to go back and rewatch that one. Because I remember on the reunion specifically, Evelyn says that wasn't um, shown accurately. So I'm curious as to what she meant by that. Hmm. Uh, so for this reunion... That we're covering today. What else can we talk about? There's the Anissa appreciation moment where everyone pretty much praises Anissa for five minutes. That was fine. Do we have anything we want to say about that? Not particularly. I, I really like no, Anissa. I, mean, I, really, I do really think that All-Star seems like it's the place for her going forward, though. In what way? Yeah, but she's on 37, so... She's on, yeah, you I know. know. It's just, it seems like, well, it just seems like her storyline on the main show always gets reduced to sort of the same things we had towards. And hopefully it's different this next time. I mean, she's kind of, but she's kind of falling into the, the Katie Doyle role as far as just consistent, um, consistent story. In the same way that Katie Doyle always had the narrative, her team wants to get rid of her before the final. Anisha's storyline on recent seasons has been she can't compete in the final, right? Um, and that no, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? That's what it was this season. Well, it's also I, – I, again, uh, we've talked about this many times before. I, I think it's horrendous gameplay. In this season, I get why her partners wouldn't want to run the final with her. I think it's horrendous gameplay from a solo game standpoint. can make it that big of a point to get her out because if you're a girl, you should be no, wanting to run the final No, if it's a solo game. game, I want her in the final. I exactly. want to run that final again. Yeah. Her, no problem. So we'll see what happens this next season. If it's just a straight-up pair season all the way through, then maybe she ends up actually being able to stick around and that doesn't become a big plot point. Do we think it will be a pair yeah. next season? I have no clue. Do we have rumors? There's been, there's been just we don't even have a full cast list yet. We have no clue. Yeah, it's all a mess. I don't even know. Rob, why don't you just fly to where are they doing this thing? Get out there, do some. I think are we allowed in Croatia? I think we need a work visa or something. No, I mean, if it. they let the challenge people in, they're obviously not worried about STDs yeah, or anything. The challenge other people are probably problem, paying so, much more know, money than you know, I am. They... You could get in there, Rob. Uh, again, again, think of solutions, Rob. Let, let, let's let's figure out the problems uh, and, and think of solutions. If you tell them that the original Tiger King is coming to Croatia, they might send a jet. They're like, well, the the Ferrari will be waiting for you at the airport. Jeez, man, I, 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 I'm funny. With with Donald those, Trump in the co-pilot seat was... with a little McDonald's fry. <laughs> um, when uh, War of the Worlds two was filming. I had a friend who was in Thailand, like right where by where they were, and I tried to text him to get him to try to like figure it out. Like, hey, you should go, you know, f- poke around and see if you can. You you see a bunch of like attractive twenty somethings who are competing in events. I uh, couldn't find well, them. Now it's thirty somethings. Now it's thirty somethings. There's not that many twenty somethings on the show anymore. There was someone in Discord saying that uh, they have family that lives in Croatia. And where they're filming this in Croatia is pretty much the one part of Croatia he doesn't have family in. It wouldn't be able, and, and he said that they've like never even gone there. So I wonder if this is just a super remote area in Croatia. Has he sent out? Think it has is. he sent out sentries to uh, go scope it out? I'd assume. Um, I mean, I would certainly try to get people to go. I don't know. I, I'm not that. I mean, I would assume I get to go. with all the COVID stuff, they would want to be in as remote a place as possible. I mean, the place they were in Iceland looked very remote. Yeah, as if you did think the about Challenge All Star like, season. I, if you think about it too, so where they were doing, where they were at the house, and then where they were filming the missions for the most part, um, it really all seemed like the missions were all from like that same area, right? I don't know. That whole, yeah, I mean, it looked whole, like it was all in that same. The whole scene of double agents was just so depressing. The whole environment. Really? And atmosphere. Yeah, I just, the, the whole season, I don't know. There, there were some good episodes, but the, uh, the vibe in general just seemed really like not, not very light, not very uplifting. 
I, I thought the scenes were. I didn't think it was a bad location at all. I thought it was. I, I mean, like, I'm not a big location guy, but I thought it was nice. So, like, I think the, what they're doing for All Stars is definitely just seems like a little bit more light. It seems like everyone's like enjoying like the, the environment a little bit better. Um, what, what, like, what did they have in where, where was Double Agents filmed again? Remind me, Iceland. Uh, it's Iceland. Iceland. Like, it just seemed like dark and like rainy all the time, and it didn't seem like they were doing like anything out outside at all. Compared to Argentina, where they are for All Stars, it seems like that's. It seemed like that was like one of the big draws for a lot of people is they get to like go go to Argentina, so go to vacation, yeah, yeah. Three I, I week like vacation Iceland. at that. I thought it, I thought it looked nice, um, but again, I'm not a huge like I'm not that picky with the locations. Yeah, I thought it'd give them a nice setup for the creator too. I thought uh, War of the Worlds one. I thought that was a great location war of the world's one i think is beautiful to look at yeah. like the namibian desert and with the mad max mm-hmm. theme to go with it i think that's beautiful to look they at. did a lot of cool things with that yeah yeah i wonder if we were to go back and like power rank challenge like location plus how they use it i'm curious as to like what would come out i thought i really liked war of the world's one War of the world's two i didn't think was bad either with the jungle theme i thought it was really good um yeah I they've thought- done thailand a few times now though so rivals two was at really least good. four Speaking of Thailand, they've yeah, it's been four Thailand. in Thailand, right? Because there's been uh, ruins, rivals two, invasion, and War of the Worlds two, three of which CT wins. Um. Okay. Yeah, he's he's three for three in Thailand because he wasn't on the ruins. Yeah. So. This is his first win, not in Thailand. Did you think it was? Um, what did you think of it when they went over the craziest challenges that they did this season? And CT said that the scariest challenges that they do every season are the trivial ones. I I buy it. I, I mean, was... you're gonna plummet at some point if you don't win. <laughs> um, is it time to talk about Nelson's uh, accessories? Let's just do it. So I thought it was I thought it was really funny that they thought it was funny enough that they had to include it, but made it vague enough that I'm guessing. 60% they didn't like bait. yeah 60% yeah, didn't of the audience, any sensors 60% of the audience it just went way over their heads not 60% i don't know like you, it was a large many, portion if you pulled the the general viewing audience how many do you think even know that like a pocket pussy exists this is just not a topic we can get into what you think <laughs> you think a lot of people know what that is i don't think so I think people could get to what they were alluding to, even if they didn't know the specific terms. <laughs> I don't know. I we can't. We can't. No, we can't make this a public. I don't, discussion, I don't, I don't but, think. I don't think. I don't. People, I don't want to get too far into that, Devin, because there's a lot of underage people that watch the show, and I just don't want to get into that. I just don't just, think a lot of people know what but, it is. So, what percentage of people do you think know what it is? Let's let's see how far apart. Like, what does that mean? I, do, I, do they know what they were alluding to? I think a lot of people knew vaguely what they were alluding to. What percent? The majority of the audience. What percent? I, I would say the majority, I would say 70% of the audience understood that it was some kind of a self-pleasuring device, but that what it was At specifically least, yes. was, what it specifically was, maybe 30%. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm along those I lines as well. I, I think at least I that. I could get on board with I that. think at least 70%. Because the people that knew... Like the moment it was brought up, everybody's face on that stage lit up. And I was like, oh, he really did do that. <laughs> it was so weird too when like, he said other people were using it after he left. So I guess he didn't bring it back with him. He had to have been joking. Right? Yeah, he's like, most, I want it back. I'm like, dude. That's the most disgusting oh, thing I've ever heard in my entire life, if that's true. That is like, <laughs> I don't know. Wild, the, whole, the, whole thing, the whole discussion I found repulsive. That's like, you see me. It's just. It's the uh, you've seen the episode of Blue, Blue Mountain State where that happens, right? You guys have seen this, right? I have, I have not. <laughs> yeah, I have. Of course, Trace has seen it. Rob, you have to see I've, this. I love that show. You have to see this. I'll we'll, I'll find a link and send it to you after this. Um, what about uh, what do we think about uh, Ashley propositioning Vernon Davis in the middle of the reunion? <laughs> Yeah, not that she's. They don't call her Millionaire Mitchell for nothing, man. Yeah. She knows how to make she, that dude, money. The confidence that woman has, and I guess it's earned based on what she, based on what's happened on the show. But like, she she is not afraid to shoot her shot with anything. How did that come up? Was that in the no. segment where they just showed like a bunch of hookups that happened? Well, I mean, there, there was a segment where they yeah. showed the hookups that happened, and she had the one with Big T. She had the one with Fessy. Like she she was moving around, so you know, 
trying to add another uh, checkbox to really, That was really funny for her to be like, how did that happen? And she's like, y'all, I don't remember it happening. She's like, vodka made <laughs> well, she it happen. She doesn't remember how it happened, yeah. Because like Fessy didn't yeah. say he remembered it either. Um, all right, let's talk about the send-off that they give to Leroy. I don't know. I don't know if we have anything to say. They gave up. That was, I mean, not really. You know, someone's the me. the thing about the send off. Yeah, the send off itself. Like, I liked the montage video they showed. That was really cool because him walking into Vegas and all that, and then finishing it with him touching TJ for the last time to cross the finish line. It was really cool. I hated the fact that they limited the comments from the cast to just the people from double agents. Like he and bananas have been tight for how long and they couldn't call up bananas and say, yeah. Hey, will you send us a it was video just people on the reunion too? Like it was just the people it's like on they the filmed it in their hotels before it they went to did. the studio. And it it's like, did. if you're going to do that, if you're going to do that, why not reach back out to like Mike, Mike or other people that have been on these shows with him and just say, Hey, would you send us a video? Get, get like, Heather Cook back Leroy's on TV. Retiring. You know, there's so many, like if you're going to go that direction, it felt like the people sending him off were people he really never played with before. There was a very what? small number of people that were on that reunion that he's actually spent a lot of seasons with. And like Jay has a big role in like the montage and stuff. He's like, what did talks for 10 minutes with Jay. Like, yeah. So I, yeah. I agree on that. That's actually a good point. I really think they just filmed that at the, at the hotel in the last second. The thing is, yeah. they really Which haven't had somebody of, retire in that fashion in a really well, long time. What I was going to say is, have we ever seen anyone get a send off like this? This is the, well, how many people have we seen retire? Like in this manner, we've seen a few people get a good send off. Brad got a really good one on cutthroat. Like at the end of cutthroat, they do like a four minute montage of all his best moments. And, on the reunion, they made a big deal out of it. Um, when Mark That's Long retired on Gauntlet 2 and retired the bandana, I mean, it's been yeah. a while since like, Cutthroat. Brad's a long time ago. Because, yeah. like, Johnny, we don't know if he's a retired. And then he's done on Total Madness. Same thing with Wes. Um, like, we just don't know if those people are going to come back. And most of the times when people retire, it's after they go home. Yeah, yeah like, I think. Like, Jordan think retired Brad. after Exes 2. And when Jordan retired, like, he just left and went home and like some like blog post or something yeah other than brad no one really like announced in the middle of the season hey this is my last one since him like i'm thinking through all the people that we would care that retired because paula retired but she didn't exactly announce it she just quit doing the show yeah and then like somebody like Kara, who seems like they're essentially forced into retirement she's not getting a send-off so like it's just um I don't know. I, I think it's just, I think really what happened there was they realized they had a unique storyline with somebody who's as well liked pretty much as any cast member on the show. They're like, look, we have to throw something together here. So they, they just caught up people in their hotels and then filmed it. Because again, it wasn't even just the double agents cast, it was really just the people on the reunion. Like Fessy's involved in the montage. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, and exactly, I think part of it, they weren't, I think part they of it, they weren't like awful. But yeah. And I think part of it Go is ahead. they have a, Sorry. a 90 minute reunion to fill here. They had three hours. What are you yeah, talking about? Three, yeah, a, a three-hour show to, to fill. How do we not get a shit they should have shown at that point then? For for whatever reason, God knows they don't think people want to watch it, which I think is like, is it? Are the were the ratings for the shit they sh- uh, should have shown just absolutely terrible somehow? I guess they must have been bad, but it's such an easy thing for them to rerun though. Too, they're so enjoyable. That's basically they don't episode of ridiculous the show now. The thing is, but like, that's, the but like the shit they should have shown is basically an episode of ridiculousness with better cast members. You're not wrong. That's what it is, and like I, I, I mean, look, obviously, I would much prefer that they do that. Even just like a smaller clip at the end of the show would be nice. But like, I mean, you have so much time to fill. Like, clearly, they want challenge content. Like they, they stretch it out challenge content as much as they can, and like they're they're, they're there for two they're there for two months filming. You can't throw together a gag reel. It's it's really irresponsible for my part. Would you say it's negligent? I I agree with you. I think it it's is just negligent. like. I guess part of it's getting the cast members back together to film confessionals for it, like because they always used to do that. But you could even have like 
Yeah, I don't know. How Just get a few even... people there to narrate it. How do they not even... You could literally have them film the damn wraparounds while they're there for the reunion and next week's the shit show. Like, it wouldn't be that hard. I kind of wish that they would have... And they probably can't do it for contractual reasons. When it comes to the reunion, they I wish they would just bring, like, anyone on. You know what I mean? Just, like, especially now that they're, like, including people with the video. Like, anyone that's ever been on the show that they think, like, would be able to add something relevant, just bring them in for something. For commentary. I can see some merit to that. I think they have done that somewhat in the past. I remember on Dirty 30, they had, like, I forget what it was called. They had, like, a little pod of people who had relevant to the show. It was, like, all... It was TJ... It was yeah, it was TJ and a couple of people like that. But if you'll remember, it was the free agents after shows. They brought in like Brad to host and give insight and like commentary Susie on the on after shows. Yeah. Susie did it. Um, somebody else big did it that hadn't been on the show. Tomorrow. People were like, oh, they're coming back, and it was like, no, they just did the after shows. Um, but yeah, like they they could do stuff like that, and they really should. I mean, I get that some of these cast members when they're done, they just want to be done done with the show. But there are enough people out there that are big enough names that it's like, why not use that? Because it, it might drum I, I up. I think it just adds an extra impediment to season. what they're doing. Because like at that point, then you have to contact the person to make sure they're actually going to be able to talk about the show and not just like talk about whatever. And th- I mean, they film these things for so long. If you look at any of the cast members' reports, like already these. Shows oh, it's are- like an eight or nine hour day. They say. Yeah, so they're already leaving so like, much. They say it for. takes forever. Yeah. And like you can tell, like you go back and rewatch some of those reunions where people are at the end of it, people are just dead. Like they they just have no interest in being on there anymore. Evan is like the notorious one for that. Like by the end of the reunion, on every reunion, Evan's on. He's just like ready to kill somebody by the end of it. He I remember the world so was one reunion. Kara's so literally like sleeping on Polly's shoulder because she just does not want to have to answer any more questions. Like I, I think that's just. Um, I just don't want to see them doing because again, I think it would just add an unforeseen situation. They're already bringing on cast members who were on the show but not able to appear in person on camera so. you know how they could fix it is to you know go live oh yeah that's a great well, idea we saw how that turned out last time <laughs> yeah i never tried that one before yeah maybe just not have mosley host the live version <laughs> i think of do you, if the if you had did a live reunion and it was with competent i think you should have two hosts for live reunion first off just to help with you know security transitioning reasons. Yeah, so let's say they have Vernon Davis and Devin Simone on as their uh, reunion hosts. Two very confident I think that helps. hosts from what we've seen. So I think that helps a lot. How do we think the live reunion goes at that point? Uh, I think it's probably... Well, I, first I think, of all, you don't let the cast go to the bar beforehand and get sloshed before they show up can on Can you really TV. mandate that, though? No. I don't think you can control that that much. You have to have a smaller cast on the reunion, too, at that point. Like, I don't think you can have that many people on. <sighs> That's also true. Um, but it is interesting. They don't do what Survivor does, where they have like past Survivor winners and alumni sitting in the audience. Like, why not have somebody just ask a question? Because Jeff Probst loves to pull out Boston Rob and have him ask a question during the Survivor reunion. I think that's just not what they want. The Survivor finale is like an event, though. You know what I mean? Like people like go to the studio and then they watch the the finale while it airs, and then they have the reunion immediately after, and it is a live reunion. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them really going for that. This is really like just a what can we make to like look good for our product for the chief priority. There's a reason they get Nick Young to host it. Like he's because he's on like Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Did he really host it though? Did he really? What is? I mean, he, or was he just physically set present? Imagine if he was the only host and they didn't have Justina Valentina for that reunion. I guess Johnny Bananas would have just talked about one, himself right? for seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have Johnny and Polly like going at it for a while, and that's it. Who's the? We don't get to see Polly's dance then at that point. Who's the best host that they could have for the reunion? I think we talked about we t- we kind of had a similar conversation. I don't think it was on air, uh, but before we had, a, I think had a, we had a text conversation about if you could have any person be the host of the show, not TJ. Who would you have to be? Anyone? Um, and I or said the actual Mark show? Long, the actual show. I said Joe Rogan. I thought he would be good. And I asked you, I said, if you... Joe Rogan would be if, good. If you, I don't think he'd be that good. I think TJ's good. I think you... I don't want no, somebody don't who's think, that involved. I don't... Like, I think... So I think TJ on All-Stars has been really good. I haven't enjoyed him on the regular show in a while. Um, and then I, I threw out to you, if you could, if you had to pick between Tim Dillon and TJ, who would you pick? 
And I think you said you just I, you I chose pick, not to respond. I think that's what you said. No, I said I would pick TJ. That's what I want in a host. I don't want somebody who's going to interject themselves. I want someone that's going to bring up the enjoyment if level. If you're talking about host of a reunion. Yeah, reunion's different. We have a lot of responses to stuff. I, I want somebody who's in and out. I don't need them to be the main attraction. I, I need someone that brings value. I don't think TJ brings value anymore. And I know that's like not a common take, but like I just the last couple of seasons, I don't think he's been good. What's what's Devin going to get more distaste for, Trace? His hosting take or his take that Vernon Davis at age seventy is competitive in a hall brawl? The TJ. I think it'll be pretty equal. <laughs> I think I think the TJ thing. Like I think TJ will I, get a lot of hate. I, I, I think I've maybe seen like one other person say that. Um, I think he's been very good in All Stars though. The last couple of seasons for. Total Madness in this season, like, I don't know, pretty forgettable. Yeah. No, in All-Stars, he looks like he's having fun, and it shows. Like, he's really enjoying hosting the show. Like, one of my favorite points, we forgot to talk about it in our All-Stars recap, is when he did the Paramount pun. Yeah. And, like, pointed at the cast and was like, you see (laughs) what I did there? I was like, that's that's really funny, TJ. That's good. Um, Maybe he needs to bring, maybe it's just the cast sucks the life out of him. I think it's part of what production doesn't want him to do that, though, as much. I don't think we have any idea, like, what, what, what they want. He, he seems very directed when he's on. Yeah, and I, like, he, he's, he seems like he's pretty much reading from a script. That's what it sounds like. Oh, that, well, well, he so, redoes so voiceovers all the time. Post. But so much of his stuff yeah. is filmed in post, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I, I really don't do need voiceovers. to. I, I don't worry about the host that much. For me, the host, if it's not Mosley and his zany outfits, like, it's not going to add that much. I mean, I'm just trying to. But we can all agree that if it's between TJ and Victor Cruz, we're going TJ every time, right? Yes. Victor Victor, Victor Cruz is like. That's he what it actually is taking away from the show because it just ha- it's yeah it's so weird too because you think Victor Cruz he's gonna be like mingling with people like if you lined up Victor no. Cruz and Vernon Davis from like their football personalities and asked which one was gonna make a better host of a reality TV product everybody would say Victor Cruz right and Vernon Davis is leaks better what if wh- yeah. what if Mosley said that he wants to do another season of the show but he will not co-host it with TJ. What do you mean? He he wants he wants he wants the show to do his own. He's what, what are you saying? What, what would I respond to that? Yeah. Or what, would, what, what would you What would you say to him? If, if, well, if at that point, I'd like to see what Mosley has up his sleeve. But I I, I don't know how production would. Um... <laughs> There's I, the I quote of the episode. I'd like to see what Mosley has up his sleeve. I think he's got a big cowboy hat and a shiny belt buckle. <laughs> what is he doing now? Is he still hosting the Olympic qualifiers? Probably. Well, yeah, he does the Olympic stuff, the X Games, anything skiing or winter sports. He commentates for it. He's got an NBC contract, so I don't think any of us are know. like mentally or emotionally prepared to see what Mosley has up his sleeve. Uh, I think I'm prepared for it. I'm definitely ready for it. All right. If they uh, had him host an All Star season, I would really just probably lose is, like, my mind. If you ask any, if you ask some people in challenge production. What are your thoughts on Johnny Mosley? What do they even like? What do they say? I don't about? think they have an opinion. They'd be like, "Who?" Yeah, they don't have an opinion. They'd be like, "Wait, I don't most think of them the don't cast remember. has an opinion." Like, I think if you ask people who were actually on seasons he hosted, they wouldn't have an opinion. I, I bet you, like eighty percent of the people that watch those seasons don't even have an opinion of them. <laughs> I think, I think, Probably, yeah. I think it's like the three of us and all the people in Discord are the ones that have an opinion of Johnny Mosley. At this point, I thought there was like <laughs> always been some just because of how bad he was on the Rivals 2 reunion and the free agents after shows. There was there was some contingent forming around those. Like, do you think a lot of people on Reddit, the challenge Reddit, know who Johnny Mosley is? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. No, pe- people know those about are the how people bad watching All Stars. Yeah, no, most of the people on that Reddit are watching All Stars and they're hardcore fans. Like, they know who Johnny Mosley is. Definitely. And you would really think, think now with Paramount Plus that if they ever post more of those older seasons, that the profile will raise on that. It's kind of disappointing. That What's his net worth? Four million. Johnny Mosley? Four million. Yeah. I, think it's I would have said in that four to five. Less. TJ's was reported at less. nine when I when Pat and I looked it up. All right. What's your guess, Rob? For what? For who's? Mosley. You know what? I'm actually going to go higher. I'm actually going to say 11. I was going to say 13. 
I got it. It's the estimated is five million. Oh, okay. Too bad for Mosley. Okay. Um I guess one final thing I did want to bring up that I was surprised the show didn't discuss. Do we think Leroy regrets not picking Amber B for the final now? When did he have the opportunity to do it again? When um, Fessy takes Casey at the final elimination, he gets to pick between Amber B and Nani. Probably, yeah. I, I bet you he thinks about that because I sure as hell would. Um, but at the same time, I, get that I, mean, like I would nice, think all of them think about I it. I don't think he really... I, actually, he probably doesn't. He loses either way. I think the issue is that between them collectively, no one is going to be as good at solving puzzles as CT is with whoever he's partnered with. I think that's a lot really of it. Think, so you think CT and Nani win in that setup? Yeah. Like uh, CT and Nani versus <sighs> Amber B. And, I think it's close, but I think they still probably win. Because at that point, it's CT and Nani, Leroy and Amber B., Cam and Corey and Fessy and Casey, right? That's what it is? Yeah, I think we still have to assume that Fessy and Casey just battle yeah. from entry. Yeah, yeah. Comparison's sake. I think it'd be close, but I would probably pick them because Nani can run a little, right? I don't know. She didn't seem like she was gassed doing that out on that second day. Yeah. I really think she's going to be well that out. out. He, I, it's just so hard for him to not pick Nani in that spot. But I really think if he's, I think if he never be win, if it's the two of them. Do you think it's close? I think it's relative. I because, think it's relatively close. Because you yeah. have to remember that CT and Amber B was not close. No, I know they won by over an hour. But a huge part of that's just Amber B's outrunning everybody by a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they also finished the puzzles ahead of everyone. I mean, sure, but like, way faster than anybody. Yeah, that's that's the big piece of it is they really finished everything puzzle wise before anybody else did. I just, I don't know, man. I have a hard time picturing Nani, like, just dusting people in a final. Yeah, that's... I don't think she'll dust people if she gets a win. I think it'll just be a close squeaker if she ever wins one. I think that's a good what if, though. I think that's a good point that you bring up. Yeah, because, I mean, he had that opportunity. I I just think it's so hard for him to not pick Nani in that spot. Like, I, I just don't think he can do that. Yeah. All right, I think that's it. So are we two final thoughts on the whole season. We just want to put our final thoughts. I think on we, the we've aired them put... a lot. You and I are more positive on it. Devin hates it, so yeah. I, I think we, we we don't need to rehash the whole situation. Okay. Hey, did you ever add up the final points of who won our fantasy? Yes, I, I feel did. Like the people should know this. The people should know this. Um, there's money on the line, so we need to know who won this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I did add it. I up. feel like Rob won, down. but. How many people did I lose to injury again? Um, a decent amount, but with the way the scoring worked, that actually kind of went in your favor versus them just being eliminated. Well, I feel like you a- lost Liv, Nicole Z. Yeah, but the thing is, a lot uh, of the people that got injured, I, like, were in like no way in any danger from going home. Um, but I, I was the one who had Nam because he got very mad at me. Because I had, pick. I had Natalie early on with a skull. Well, yeah, Natalie too. Google's very slow. Okay, so in third place with 3,583 points, Devin's team. Uh, second place with 4,771, Trace's team. And then I had first with 5,506. That wasn't... It you turned out exactly the way I thought it would. What really ended up being the different track, we basically would have tied if this didn't happen, was during the draft, Devin picked Jay very reluctantly. Um, and then I got Amber B to pick after that. And then if those two had flipped, then I think we, we would have all been like basically tied. That's unbelievable. One pick was hinging the whole the whole season. Yeah. So, congrats, Rob! Your second year in a row, you get the W. Yeah, I'm making up ground. Well on done. De- I'm making up ground here on Devin. If we can just have Julok stick around in Denver, then then we'll be looking good. What do you think the? So, are you more confident now than you were when we made the bet that he'll be the starter? Ugh. I don't remember how confident I was really at the time. Um, I feel pretty good. There could about be a dude it. bagging groceries that might beat him out. No, I really think it's. Um, I really think if Rodgers gets traded, the Raiders, Raiders definitely should be the one to make the move, just because they, they, if 
Gruden sends all his first round picks anyways. It doesn't matter because the guys who picks in the first round, he could get in the fourth round anyways. Are useless. <laughs> yeah. The, so he should be the one to make the move. Are the Broncos the betting favorite right now, though? I don't know if there is a betting favorite. They definitely were the most publicly reported team. And it doesn't seem like the Packers want to send him to um, the NFC. Really, there's not that many options left. It's like Washington, Denver, yeah. uh, Vegas. Like, I think it. Washington doesn't want him. I think Washington. Washington should want him. I mean, yes, they should, but I think they're looking at this of, hey, we're cool with Fitz Magic for now, and we're going to wait till we find our long term solution at quarterback. They, the Washington's biggest issue in the past twenty years, has been grabbing people on the downside of their career rather than on the upside of their career, and they need to wait for the right QB instead of I mean, putting short-term really fixes and tying up cap se- space. It's been a really long time since they had a secure future at quarterback. Like a really long time. I mean, like after, Kirk, I mean, before, kinda, RG, before RG3 got hurt, he was the best chance. But after he got hurt, he was useless after that. Guess, and then so the this- other one before that was Jason Campbell. Jason Campbell was the other one, but he flamed out. Rob, so th- this is a good one. Guess... I think it was the guess the last time the Saints had a first round draft pick start that they drafted start for them at QB. Danny Warfel, right? No, Archie Manning. Oh, first round pick. Yeah. Okay. And I think if it was one that they one that they drafted, regardless of round, I think it was Danny Warfel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right we should probably uh, Danny Werfel. All right, yeah, we should it's probably time to cut that. it if we're talking this. <laughs> so, we'll, All right, everybody. We, we, I guess we should talk about what we're doing for the offseason. Um, we'll still have episodes coming out. A lot of them will probably be just Patreon only. Uh, when we get into stuff for season 37, that, that stuff will definitely be public again. Um, we'll definitely, we'll definitely. The Chronicles themselves will be public. Yeah, it's just going to be longer wait between seasons. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to go listen to like the Chronicles episodes right now, you can go subscribe on Patreon, and there's a couple of new episodes for the duel, um, and it's four bucks a month, so it doesn't cost much. Um, and yeah, I mean, we enjoyed doing the season. This is the second season in a row that we've done recaps for. We'll probably do it again next season. Um, yeah, that's about it. So thanks for listening, everyone, uh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye.